Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The 12th chapter of Matthew's Gospel opens with these verses. At that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were unhungered, began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. If you read all the passage, you will see how Jesus set aside the Sabbath observance in favor of personal needs. At first glance, we may think him a strange sort of king who can't even afford to feed his nearest servants. We could even infer that if the disciples were hungry, likely so was he. As they walked down some field path through the ripening harvest, they gathered out a few ears as a merciful provision of the law allowed and hastily began to eat the rubbed out grains. As soon as they began, the eager Pharisees, who seemed to have been at their heels, called him to behold this dreadful crime, which they think requires his immediate rebuke. If they had had as sharp eyes for people's necessities as for their faults, they might have given them food which was lawful to eat and so obviated this frightful iniquity. But that's not the way of Pharisees. Now Moses hadn't forbidden this, but the generations of rabbis who had spun their many webs of extended requirements and exaggerated net of rules over the law, hiding the gold beneath their dirty yarn, had decided that plucking the ears was reaping, and reaping was work, and work was forbidden, which, being settled, of course their human penumbra of the law became more important than the law itself. Human conclusions from Revelation are always like that, and the more questionable they are, the more they seem to be beloved of their authors. Jesus didn't challenge that tradition. Certainly he did not touch the sanctity of the Jewish Sabbath, in his answer, he said twice, have ye not read? And maybe there is in that a hint that these foes could not produce a scripture for their contention, as he would do for the liberty to pluck he gave his disciples. He spoke of David when in dire necessity while running from Saul, eating bread forbidden for any but the priests. Now God did not regard this as sacrilegious. And this might have led someone to ask, if this is David... Well, who is Saul? Where is Doeg? Watching him to accuse him. Even a divine prohibition, if it relates to mere ceremonial matter, melts like wax before even bodily necessities. What a thrill of holy horror would surge through these hypocrites at a doctrine that such a carnal thing as hunger rightfully abrogated a sacred ritual prescription. In truth, the law of right is rigid. That of all external ceremonies is flexible. Better that a man should die than that the law of a right should be broken. Better that ceremony should be thrown to the winds than that someone hungry should go unfed. Next, the Lord spoke of all the work done in the temple on every Sabbath, sacrifices to be offered, fires and lamps kindled, much more. The question, no doubt, was springing to the lips of some scowling Pharisee, and what has that to do with our charge against your disciples? Before the question could be put, Jesus answered it himself, But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. Here among the growing corn, beneath the far heaven, far away from Jerusalem is one greater than the temple. Profound words which could only sound as blasphemy or nonsense to the hearers, 
but which touch the deepest truths concerning his person and his relations to us, and which involve the destruction of all temples and rituals. He is all that the temple symbolized. In him the Godhead really dwells. He is a meeting place of God and man, the place of the oracle, the place of sacrifice. Then where he stands is holy ground, and all work done with reference to him is worship. These poor followers of his are priests, and if for his sake they had broken a hundred Sabbath regulations, they were guiltless. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.